Hello, this is Rumble with Michael Moore. I'm Michael Moore. Thank you for tuning in here today. I am going to turn today's podcast over to the people in the town, small town where I live uh, in northern Michigan. Um, it's called Traverse City, Michigan. It's uh, it's about 15,000 people in the, in the town. When the edict from the Supreme Court was issued on Friday morning, uh, people immediately began calling and texting each other. It was decided that at 10 a.m. on Saturday, the next day, we gather in this park that sits on the bay part of Lake Michigan. So for those of you who don't know Traverse City, it's a it's in a county called Grand Traverse County that twice has voted for Trump. The city itself has not voted for a Republican for president in nearly 20 years. That's why I guess people think of Michigan as a purple state because we have a lot of blue areas, Traverse City and Flint and obviously Detroit, Ann Arbor, a state that voted for Biden and Obama. But in places like where we live here in northern Michigan, we are surrounded by all these large red areas of very hateful voters, angry, angry white men. Not easy. Maybe some of you live in areas like that. Then 10 o'clock yesterday, Saturday morning came around. It was looking like there were only going to be 20 or 30 people there holding signs. But within minutes, literally within minutes, a surge of people came into the park and there were hundreds and hundreds. You can see where the crowd ended. That's how many showed up. So hopeful and, and so inspiring. And so my producer, Angela Vargos, who produces each of these episodes now and, and also is the editor, she took a microphone. Thank you, Jeff, for the microphone and, and went through the crowd during the rally to talk to people, to let them in their own voice say how they felt about the Supreme Court ruling. And it's so amazing when you hear this. It's riveting. I guarantee you at the end of this, you will be inspired, you will be hopeful, and I'm not going to say anymore. I'm just going to turn it over to the people of Traverse City, Michigan, place I call home with good people from the middle of this country. Uh, the people you don't usually hear from usually don't have a voice. And I want to give them that platform, that voice here today. Let's listen. Here I am. I just got here at the Traverse City protest. We just lined up and cars are honking. We are on Grandview Parkway. There's probably about maybe 50 women here. Um, and I'm going to go talk to some women. My name is Jordan. I'm 23. I'm Jesse. I'm 25. Um, can I just ask why you're here today? With everything that happened yesterday, it was just pretty disturbing. <laughs> I was in shock that something like that could happen. Um, it's been a precedent for so long, and I kind of feel like I had taken it for granted that it was like a law in our country, and I was shocked to see it change, especially in 2022. I think too, like obviously things can snowball pretty easily and just thinking about this changing, like she said, like something that we had as a precedent for 50 years, something that we never really thought was going to change, seeing that change 
it's just kind of scary to think about what else could change and I don't want to act retroactively on things like gay marriage. I don't want to see that overturned. Interracial marriage, don't want to see that overturned. Being here and coming together to advocate for something that we believe in is the only way that we're going to make change in a country. So, yeah. So, why are you here today? I'm here as their mother. Um, I stand here conflicted in terms of abortion and my feelings about life, but this is for my daughters and my granddaughters and understanding that we cannot take a step backwards as people. We have to be more loving and accepting of individuals and their own choices. And that's why we're here today is supporting all women, but more than that, races, gender, we all need to just love each other. That's why we're here. Why are you here today? She's the speaker of the family. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I support them. I am pro-life, but I'm here to support my daughters. Of course. First, can you tell me what's on your sign? My sign says, someone you love has had an abortion. Protect women and protect women's rights. Can you tell me why you're here today? (laughs) I'm here for exactly those reasons. I think people think that abortion are for certain people or they don't think it touches their lives. And I just, I guarantee that if people were completely open and honest and they could speak that truth, people would find that someone that they love and care about so much has had to go through this. It's a medical procedure that saves lives. And this ruling is just heartbreaking because it feels like as women, we don't matter. And we do. And I want to just swear, but I won't. (laughs) I'm so angry, but I'm so, it's a beautiful day. And I'm so glad all these people are out here and making our voices heard and just having a little therapy through collective anger. I'm here with two of my best girlfriends and my husband uh, stayed home with the kid. (laughs) You know, he's like, go. He's like, you have to do this. Go. Give him hell. So uh, my name is Claire. I'm a Traverse City resident and I'm 41 years old. I'm Kate Sturkin and I am 41 years old. And here today because I'm just so frightened and discouraged. The idea that government is making choices over people's lives and life and death and juxtaposition with We can't get a gun safety law passed and make any meaningful change there. You know, I saw a quote that says, I guess now we know life begins at conception and ends in a mass shooting. And that's our country. You know, I've got two daughters and a son that this just terrifies me for what the future might hold for them. My name's Ariana Kornke. I'm 22 years old. Um, I'm a type 1 diabetic, so I actually have a two-year-old son. And when I was pregnant with him, I had to have an emergency C-section pretty early on. Um, It was really detrimental to my health, to his health. We almost both didn't make it. But the whole point of that is it was my choice to go through that. Um, I couldn't imagine someone else that had to go through that that isn't going to be able to have that choice anymore. So the whole thing with my sign, with the blood running down my legs, yeah, you know, you on my arms. Yeah, you describe what you're wearing? And- Absolutely. So my shorts, my white shorts are soaked in blood, you know, from the waist down. I've got red handprints on my arms, kind of representing the government taking a hold on our rights. Uh, the hanger, the red shorts, it's kind of representing what used to happen and what's going to be happening now that our rights are taken away. So. It says, we won't go back because I'm not going to go back. This is ridiculous. Um, abortion is health care. It really is. There's there's nothing else to it. There shouldn't be a voting matter on this. How did you feel? What was going through your head yesterday when you saw the news? I was at work. 
I was in shock. I couldn't even fathom what I was reading or hearing. And the amount of people that I saw that were have that felt the same way, I'm kind of confused why we're trying to vote our rights away or keep them or I don't know. It's just yeah, yeah, it's mind-boggling. Scary to live in a country that's taking your rights away as a human. It's very dehumanizing as a woman and more than a slap in the face. Yeah, supposedly land of the free, but I'm not feeling real free right now. <laughs> my body, my choice. Nobody should be making decisions for my body. Nobody should be making decisions for anybody's body. It's your choice. I was mortified, completely mortified. And that's why I'm here. And it's going to take more than a protest to get this changed. We've got quite the fight ahead of us. And we are not going to lay down as women. We are going to stand up and take care of this. Thank you so much for talking to me. Can I just get your name? Oh, I'm Angela. And your age? Uh, 45. My name is Bronwyn Jones, and there's a car turning here. Thank you. Uh, I'll and she saved my life. Thank you. My name is Bronwyn Jones, and I'm 66 years old. I've lived long enough to see... Roe v. Wade come as law, and now to see it fall is just a horrific thing. We'd had a heads up about this, but nonetheless, this terrible feeling of shock, rage, despair, fight. We've got to fight. We need to get out the vote. We need to be voting and supporting candidates that will continue a progressive way of thinking about rights for people. And there are so many that are now threatened through this decision. I mean, we're, we're looking at a terrible, terrible rollback. And it's a minority group, and it's a lying group of people, and it's, it's just terrific what's happening. My name's Hannah, and I'm 18. Um, and my sign says, pro-life is a lie, you don't care if women die. I've heard so many stories, and I'm so glad it personally hasn't affected me of people of their lives getting saved by having an abortion and their protection it provides for women all across the country. And it's just so sad how many people are going to die because they take what their personal values and beliefs are and push it on us. I mean, there's so many instances of these politicians talking about how it's against the Bible, but this is a separate the state is separate from religion, and that's how it should always be. Not everybody's Christian. We have so much diversity in this country that there should never be any religion pushed on other people. It's just unacceptable. How does it feel? Because you're 18 now, so you have some control just because you can vote. You're finally, are you excited? Yeah. Is this going to be your first election voting? Yeah. I mean, I'm not excited that this is why I want to vote, but I'll do what I have to do to protect my sister and my mom and everyone I love. And it affects more than just women too because like there are people who are losing their loved ones to this. It's, it's insane and these people don't care about us. It's about money and it's about power and it will never be about us. I'm here to stand up for our rights. I'm here to fight for us because they won't do it for us. My name is Emma, I am 25. I don't really have a sign, but I have the queen on my shirt, RBG, rest in peace. I literally texted everybody I knew who had a uterus, do you have, you know, a supply of plan B, do you have emergency contraception, like, do you have resources? And just 
making sure everybody was okay because it was that horrifying. I was fortunate, fortunate enough to have a hysterectomy at 22, so I don't have really a concern for my safety, but definitely need to be here to, to support, you know, the younger kids who still have that worry. And my husband is here to do the same. Uh, well, I'm here today because I find it disgusting that the Supreme Court doesn't respect rights anymore and has gone to show that they're willing to just overturn them in a moment's notice. And I feel like everyone that is celebrating this as a win should be alarmed at this because what's next at this point? Are they going to decide that black people have no rights? Are they going to decide that gay people shouldn't exist anymore? It's, it's a feign that this Supreme Court that's been decided on is going to do damage for a lifetime because that's how long they're in there. Did you want me to talk to you? Sure. Okay, awesome. What's your name? Um, my name's Emma, and I'm 19. I'm here today to fight for everybody that I love because I know my family especially doesn't support the right for abortion, and it's really hard because I know that it would ruin my life and so many other lives if they had a baby because nobody supports, nobody gives any money to parents who, you know, have children and they don't support you after birth. They just care about you having the baby. It, it's forced birth. Michigan is one of the states that has a lot of trigger laws in place. And I know that temporarily Whitmer blocked the one. But, you know, I'm scared that eventually I won't have the access to abortion if I truly need it. And that's just a really scary thought. And I was disgusted for all the women in America. Can I ask you some questions? Yeah, of course. Okay, great. Uh, my name is Maddie and I'm 17. Can you tell me what's on your sign? Um, I have don't like abortions, just ignore them, just like you ignore children in the foster care system. I believe that abortion is a healthcare, it's a right, and it's not. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really awkward about this, but. Um, I'm Emma. I'm 17. Mine says, my body, my choice, my freedom, my voice. Why are you here today? Because I think it's important that we stand up for what we think is right, and I think abortions are a human right. It's the right to our own bodies, and I think we should have that choice. I'm curious because you guys are, you're not even voting age yet, so how does that make you feel that something just happened, that you can't do something... Very I angry. Very angry. We we are the future, and we are what this is going to affect us. We need to fight back. Can I ask you some a few questions? Yeah, I'm a little, that's a little okay. nervous. No, it's okay. Can you tell me your name and your name? Um, I'm Hannah. I'm 18. What does your sign say? It says my ch my body, my choice, and it is. And nobody else has a right over my body. It's mine. And I'm really angry. This is not fair to any women. And it's just, I'm shaking. I'm so mad. And, uh, it's just, it's not fair. I, I mean, I'm astonished because we're moving backward in time. It's not, this is not the future. This is moving in the past. And if this continues, we have no future for ourselves, honestly. So. It's a step backward. And how many years we've spent fighting for the right to our own body is gone and just over a few minutes, and we need to fight back, and we need to stand up for what we think is right. Sure, I'm Riley, my, and I'm 21 years old. My sign says, you're pro-life until the baby is gay, poor, trans, black, Muslim, disabled, an immigrant, or a woman. And I think it just 
it exemplifies how the Republican Party is so hypocritical sometimes, how they care about unborn children, but they don't care about what happens after it's born. So, and then the other side says, you might choose life every time, but it's still a choice. For me personally, I probably would choose life every time, but I would never take away the right of another woman to choose her choice, you know? The battle is going to be at the at the ballots. So we really need to get to the polls. Everyone needs to turn up and vote. Midterm elections are very important. You know, we can we can really change this country by voting. My name's Kendall and I'm 19. I'm here mostly to expose kind of like the Republican Party being hypocritical. They call themselves pro-life, but it, they're really pro-birth because if they were pro-life, we would have access to easier contraceptives. We would have more baby formula on our shelves. We would have a better foster system, better adoption care, the better process of everything. They don't care about the child after it's born. They just want to control women's bodies and people with uteruses. What were you thinking yesterday when the decision came down? I just felt empty. We really don't have a choice, even with the Supreme Court. Like, we can't vote them in. And it just feels like, what's next? It's devastating. I really hope this next generation can turn things around. And I know a lot of people think that right now voting just isn't enough, but it, we have to try. And even getting out there and protesting is also so important to like just use those First Amendment rights. But it's also, again, it's it may not feel like it's enough right now, but it's so important to get out there and vote. It's just, it could make a difference. And this, is this going to be your first time voting? Uh, yeah, actually. It is going to be my first time. It's so exciting. I can't wait to try and make a difference, you know? Now I can have control as a little bit. Tracy Jenkins, 51. I have respect female existence or expect our resistance. And then if you can't trust me with a choice, then how can you trust me with the baby? Uh, we have three children, and I can't believe that, uh, you know, our lives are worth less than my husband's. I according to our government. My grandmother um, passed away, had a miscarriage, and it didn't um, evacuate. And so, therefore, it was considered an abortion. And my grandmother passed away when my dad was a teenager. And and uh, I don't think the government or churches have anything to uh, do with women's health. And I had to have a conversation with my 13-year-old saying, if you are raped, if you are have sex you have to come to me and we'll have to get you some medication because uh, I you can't get pregnant and our only option is a plan b pill so that's uh it's a conversation I did not want to have with my daughter I had to because of what happened and just tell her if you're raped you can't be ashamed and you have to come right to us and we have to take medical care of you my daughter's five, and I'm hoping that by the time she gets a little older that we've fought back and we've gotten enough to just codify this so yes. that I don't have to have the discussion you had with your Yeah, with it your wasn't daughters. a conversation I thought it was good yeah. to have, but yeah. unfortunately I had to have it. Yeah. Greg Jenkins, 52. As a lawyer, uh, I find the opinion to be just mind-numbingly idiotic, for lack of a better term. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think Roe... With all its faults, with solid law, uh, the right to privacy through the 14th uh, made a lot of sense to me. It shouldn't be the government's choice, it should be an individual's choice. And now I see our justices talking about deeply rooted traditions, and that's what our nation is now. It has to be a deeply rooted tradition. Does that mean we're to bring back things like slavery? Uh, women aren't people at all, they're property. Is that what it's come down to? 
Uh, not only that, but to support people that actually can have children. Uh, again, there's just a thousand reasons to be here. And the crowd has grown now. There's a, probably a couple hundred people here since I started talking to people. Um, yeah, lots of cars are honking in support. You can hear that in the background. And uh, I'm going to get back to talking to people. on Michael Moore's podcast. I'm Hi. recording some voices from today's protest. Do you mind if I ask you a couple questions? Sure. Cool. Can you tell me your name and your age? I'm Molly and I'm 24. Awesome. Can you tell me why you're here today? Um, I was born with reproductive rights that just got taken away. I feel like we're regressing and not going to sit aside and let it get worse. A lot of women died from unsafe abortions. Yeah, I was sitting around kind of doom scrolling um, and then I found some local protests to get out to. Just wanting to get my voice heard and not sit around. Yeah, it feels good to be able to do something. What do you advocate for people to do now? Vote. Register to vote. Um, volunteer if you can. Donate to abortion funds. Um, and just keep tabs on the status of abortion access in your state. Awesome. Thank you so yeah. much. Of course, yeah. I'm Mason, I'm 24. Uh, one side says, fuck the government. The other side said, this will not stop at abortion. This is only the beginning and get angry. I'm pissed off. They're taking away our rights and it's really just not fair at all. We definitely need to do more than just vote. We really need to protest. Petitions always work, but I think we just really need to burn it down and start over. Yesterday I was completely nauseous and sick all day and, and angry and angry and I you know this is complete bullshit am I allowed to swear <laughs> so, we all, we all and, and you know and I'm not of I'm done having children but you know I'm here for the next generation I'm Sadie and I'm 46 yeah so it's Quinn I'm 22 I find it absolutely despicable that you know there's so much hypocrisy in the current government right now you look at like COVID vaccine mandates, then it's their body, their choice. But now when it comes to women's choice, it's completely the opposite. So I find it absolutely ridiculous. I'm Karen and I'm 66. I'm Kathy and I'm 66. You want us to read it? Yeah. I dream women will one day have the same rights as guns. Mine says it's pro-life until the children are born. Then no money for health care, food, child care, or education. Hypocrites. We're concerned about the future for women and marginalized folks in this country. This and about our rights. Is this a personal fight for you? Aren't they all? Yeah. It should be a personal thing for everyone. So, And our country is moving in a direction that I could never have envisioned. Make sure you register to vote, make sure you vote, and make sure you fund those organizations that might be able to assist women who are going to need assistance in getting health care across this nation. And there's a petition right now to um, Reproductive Freedom for All that would put legislation on the ballot that would protect health care, abortion, etc. in this state in and November. another petition for voting rights. Yeah to protect voting rights so that we can all vote and not worry that our vote is going to be thrown out. I'm Gwen and I'm 18. I'm Joy and I'm 12. 
I'm Nora, I'm 17. I've got reproductive rights or human rights. My future, my choice. My body, my choice. Awesome. When we saw the Roe v. Wade being overturned, it's just really hard to feel as a woman like you have no control over your own body, and that just feels fundamentally wrong. How are you feeling? You're, you can't vote yet. What was going through your head yesterday? Um, I thought it was really messed up that the government can choose for us and we can't decide anything. I was just really surprised. I thought, like, after 50 years, I didn't think we could go back that far. Like, my mom told me on the phone last night, remember to set your clocks back 50 years. But I was just really heartbroken and surprised that, like, a bunch of people just got their choices removed from them and they couldn't do anything about it. So, but now we can do something about it and we're doing something about it. And if, like, women's rights get taken away, then next it's all the other movements we've made, all the other progress we've had. Like, they had a bunch of stuff in the works about, like, taking away gay marriage, and I just wanted to have my voice heard. If you could say something directly to the Supreme Court, to our lawmakers that are in charge right now, that are making these decisions for your future, what would you say? I have so much to say to them. I think I'd probably start with, like, do you vote for the people? Do you actually represent the people, or do you just represent your own ideas? Carrie Urbane, I'm 52, and these are my girls. I was panicked because my daughter is going down to um, Missouri for college, and I'm afraid, what if something happened to her? I've taken, I've made sure she's taken care of her side, but if somebody attacked her, would she be put in jail? I don't know. It, I, I'm worried about my girls not having choices. I'll do whatever I can to protect my babies. Uh, I'm Megan. I'm 18. I'm here today to protest the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Fear, embarrassment. I was just angry. I texted my mom and I was like, I don't know what's going on. And my mom and I just had this big, long heart-to-heart. -heart. Can I ask you one more question? Yes, absolutely. If you could say something to the Supreme Court or the lawmakers right now that are deciding your future, what would you say to them? What makes you think you have the right to choose what we do with our bodies? You won't have to go through what we're going through. Why do you get to decide how we go through it? What would you say? Fuck off. It's, there's no other word. It's You're coming for our contraceptives, for gay marriage, for our rights as, to our own bodies. Like, it's insane. And guns have more rights than we do. I, it's just, how? <laughs> how did we get here? <laughs> yeah, I'm Avery. I'm 18. Mine says, in memory of all the women who have died from illegal abortions. I'm just furious that we have to protest this anymore. My bodily autonomy should not be up for debate. And safe and legal abortions should be a right for all women. It's truly sickening, and not just for me, but for the millions of women who can't afford to travel and who can't afford to take time off of work and get childcare for their already kids, their already born kids. And so it's just frustrating that we have a whole new set of boundaries and problems to solve. And it's it's really frustrating that we have to be here. I'm 11. Wow, are you here with your family or just here by yourself? I'm here with my mom because abortion is healthcare, and if we don't do this, I'm literally moving to Canada. If you could say something to the Supreme Court or the lawmakers right now that are basically deciding your future and what you can do with your body, what would you say? I hope they die. No, oh, you can't say that out of five days. Okay. Uh, well, that's your anger. I mean, and I understand it. It's, it's then let me let me think of something. Sure. Why don't I ask your mom a sure. couple questions? Is that okay? And then okay. I'll ask you again. I'm Sarah. I'm 43. 
my sign says no, fuck no. Having a baby in America right now is um, really difficult. There are a lot of things that make it almost impossible from no healthcare, to no daycare, to no medical care, to no support, to rising prices. And to force women um, to carry the burden of that alone is to keep some women in a position, a cage of poverty, um, no resources. What were you thinking yesterday when the decision came down? It felt like we were going back in time. It felt really dark and, and not for me. And I really need to make that clear. Um, you know, my children and I, my daughters, my three daughters, will probably never be in a position where we won't be able to navigate the system for uh, abortion and for the health care that we need. If we need to fly somewhere, we'll fly somewhere. But for every person like me or my daughters, there's, you know, tens of thousands of women who can't. Um, and they deserve the right to decide their future. I'd say that they can't control us and our bodies and what we do with our life because they don't have the choice to do that. I'm Carrie Noga and I'm 52. I brought my 13-year-old daughter and she met her friend, her 13-year-old friend. On a personal level for me, this won't affect me that much. Uh, but for them, it, it absolutely will. And it, it's stomach churning to think that they will grow up with fewer uh, rights, less bodily autonomy. It's even more fundamental than rights. It's the bodily autonomy. We've, had, we've heard so much of that about wearing masks. And I don't want to wear a mask for a couple hours out in public. And to think that they might be in a situation due to circumstance, environment, economy, uh, where they might be forced to carry a child for nine months and then have it their whole lives. It's just stomach churning. My name is Audrey Noga and I'm 13. I would say if <laughs> um, you should make abortion legal because if you're not a woman that you don't have a say, and this affects every woman in the USA. Okay, I'm Pearl, and I'm 13. So my mom told me about it, and I thought that it was good to speak up. It doesn't matter what you think about abortions, but it shouldn't be a law, because it would, makes it unsafe for people who don't want to have a baby. Like, you should have the choice to do what you want. Uh, my name is Elizabeth Dell. I'm 54. Uh, I have uh, pictures of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, former Supreme Court Justice, uh, and it says, I dissent. And then on the other side, it says, vote, your life depends on it. I'm here because I'm feeling devastated by this ruling and the direction that our nation is heading in so many ways. We've got serious, life-threatening problems like climate change and gun violence. And now we live in a country where gun owners have more rights than women or people with uteruses. And it's, it's appalling and we have to do something. Carrie, and I'm 66, it says reproductive justice, which is what's missing in this country. You know, we're all out here rallying to support the idea of reproductive justice, but the people who are really going to be impacted by it are not here. There's just no attention being paid. So I described. I, this is from 1973. It says, keep abortion safe and legal. It's a button I'm wearing. This has been doing this too long. And now we're pitting people against each other in an attempt to 
you know, out people who are trying to take care of their own lives, their own responsibilities. It's just, it's, it's between a woman and her own conscience, and that's the bottom line. My name's Dorothy. I'm 65. You know, it feels like the U.S. is going to the dark side. Even when you knew it was coming, it's just so painful. And I'm, you know, thinking about which laws I need to break to help people get abortions. At least Gretchen Whitmer is trying hard to, to get it codified in Michigan. Yes. So We've got that 1931 law that's kind of sitting over our heads, and that's... Have you come from that direction? How much of a crowd? Okay. Yes. Good. Incredible. Good, good. I mean, it's grown. How many people would you say are here right now? I I can't tell because I can't quite see that far. Is it hundreds? Awesome. It's down quite a a way. Great. My name is Lindsay Neal. I'm 39. Oh, my sign says codify Roe and abort the GOP. I'm a health teacher. I have a daughter. So it's that we have to educate to win. If we stop educating and we stop talking about it, then there's no one left to do the work when we're gone. And unfortunately, we have a lot of work to do for a really long time. And we have to fight like hell to keep the progress we've gotten. You can see what happens when we get comfortable and look away. What should people be doing right now? Not voting for old white men, period, to be in charge of making any laws for the country. Their time is done. They need to step aside. We need to empower, support, protect black women and get them into places of power, positions of power. That's reparations. I'm Annalise and I'm 30. I'm Mary and I'm 62. I'm her mom. My sign says, guns have more rights than my body. And the other side says, banning abortion just means no safe abortion. That's not pro-life. Why are you guys here today? How could you not be? <laughs> yeah, we're here because women have, have the right to choose what happens to their bodies. Nobody likes to make those hard decisions, but we have the right to make them. And when it comes down to it, we're talking about care for humans that are alive and on this planet. And if we can't care for them, if they're getting shot down in schools, why would we bring more into this world if we could have that choice? just couldn't believe that we've gotten to this point. It's 2022. How have we gone so backwards in time? To me, it's um, like the white male power system is wanting to repress everyone. And the people who especially suffer are poor women of color. And that's really hard because they don't have as much voice as many of the rest of us do. Producer on Michael Moore's podcast. I was just wondering if I'm recording some voices from the protest today. Okay. Can I just ask you a couple of questions? Sure. Can you tell me what you were just shouting into the mic? Abort the court. And why were you shouting that? Because I don't think the Supreme Court has the right to tell me what I can do with my body. It's my body. Do we want to tell men what they can do with their body? I would love to tell men what they can do with their body. And I've written to my legislators. And it goes nowhere, so we're going to have to vote them out. And that's another thing that I've been shouting, is vote them out. I'm very pleased to see the turnout. When we first arrived, there were only like 20 people here, and I was nervous. That, But I'm glad to see the turnout. Yeah, how many would you guess are here right now? I can't see down there, so I have no idea. 
so the, many that we can't even yeah see this gentleman showed up with a megaphone so he brought it over to me and i just started shouting into it so <laughs> and why are you here right now what made you come with your megaphone support my wife support my sister support my mom support everyone here Okay. I'm here because Vote people don't know what abortion out. is, and they have no right to help people how to live their lives. I've had multiple miscarriages and had to have treatments to save my life that are now elite. My body. So fuck my you. Choice. My I can't body. believe I fought my for this choice. country, and my this is body. the way I'm being treated. My choice. You did? My yes. Body. My choice. My body. My choice. My veteran. And the idea that I no longer have the same rights as other people is bullshit. You can't ask somebody to sacrifice their life and then tell them their life isn't worth as much as anyone else's. My name is Debbie and I'm 66 years old. My sign says, you don't have the right to my choices. Mine says, what's next? My right to vote? This is just the beginning. Yeah, it's the first time that the Supreme Court has actually taken away a right, and this is just the first one. What were you guys thinking yesterday when the <gasps> We're going backwards. We're going backwards. Just anger. Just anger. Both my sons, one's 29 and the other one's 32, both of them called me and said, Mom, how are you doing? Yeah, so. Same with my daughters. They're also 27 and 31, and you know this is this is this is not progress for them. This is not progress. Okay. Yeah. You asked me a question about what it meant for girls my age to see this, yeah, and sure. I just wanted to elaborate that it's just so heartbreaking that my grandma was protesting for this, and the fact that I'm still having here to prove that I'm a human being and I deserve bodily autonomy is just heartbreaking. All the people that will be affected by this, working moms, dads who can't afford to pay child support, the already overrun foster system that can't afford forced birth and hundreds of thousands of kids to be forced into it. And it's so hypocritical because if they really cared about the pro-life and the children, it would be more emphasis on healthcare, more emphasis on getting kids out of foster care, free education, and not school shootings. To have to be here <laughs> and to have to fight for my rights. I thought that we were past this point. And then to read the memo when Judge Thomas was like, based on this logic that we can look at like everything that has to do with the rights to marry someone and to have contraceptives, which is so frustrating because if you don't want abortions, maybe <laughs> increase contraceptives. I want to be a lawyer, and so the Supreme Court was one of my dreams growing up, and it's so frustrating to see this become an embarrassment. It's, if I remember, you were 18, yeah, right? Yeah. So does this change the course, or does this make you want to work harder to be a lawyer? What is this? What is so this much harder. It's because women who can't afford to take time off, women who can't afford child support, or to pay to, pay to go get an abortion and travel the miles that's required now, it's so frustrating, and I shouldn't have to do that. It's healthcare. The women who have like septic uteruses or ectopic pregnancies and they were, will die without an abortion, it's insane. It's not up for con it's not up for debate, it's not controversy, it's healthcare. And so it makes me want to fight that much harder. It's ridiculous that we have to think about this stuff. Well, I hope that you end up on the Supreme Court then. <laughs> because Thank I think you. we need more people like you. So. Thank you so much, Avery. Thank, Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for stopping me. Yeah. I'm Lauren and I'm 18. It says, against abortion, ignore them like you ignore school shootings.
I am very passionate about gun control, and I just think that it's so messed up that people think a fetus is more important than children actually in school. I'm 13 and I'm protesting my rights. I don't think that should be happening. It makes me feel so angry. I found out about it like right before I went into work and then I got into work and I just started crying. And I went to my friends who work in the store right next to me and they're like, yeah, we've also been crying all morning. Like they took me behind the counter and they're like, our boss is in the back crying right now. It's just, it's so horrible. I would say keep your religious ideals off of our body. So would I. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Daria, I'm 49. My sign says Philippians 514, and it says, He who hath not a uterus should shut the fucketh up. I'm here today because my whole life I've realized that I've felt that this is a very important issue. When I was in high school in 1989, I wrote my senior research paper on why abortion needed to remain legal, never once imagining that this is the route things were going to take. Um, and so I'm frustrated and I'm enraged and I am here hopefully as an ally because I realize that not having access to reproductive health and abortion is detrimental to people in our most marginalized communities and we all need to be speaking up for that. Um, it is a human right to be able to control your own body and no politicians or Supreme Court justices should be taking that away from us. I would advocate for people right now to get in the streets and march and, to, and then start to donate to organizations that support reproductive justice, particularly for those in marginalized communities. And you can just Google that and find lots and lots of lists of nonprofits. And then I would long-term really want us to get to the polls in November. It's really important that we're registered to vote, that we're registering others to vote, and that we're supporting candidates who support the rights of all. My sign says 424,000 kids already in foster care. Any given day, that's how many kids are already in foster care. My name is Ace Valancourt and I'm currently 23. Instead of putting kids in a system, you can just not have the child if you can't support the child. And nobody cares about the child after they're born. And so the child just goes into foster care, adding to the number. And that's just ridiculous, especially as someone who cannot have children, who does not want children, I should have ac access to an abortion. My sister, who cannot have children, who had one, should still have ac access to an abortion if she chooses to. It's ridiculous. It drives me insane. <laughs> Give us back our land and our bodies. I was at work and it just... I wanted to cry, honestly, because... Because I know it starts with abortions, then it goes to birth control, general health care, the rights of LGBTQ plus people. And as a trans person myself, as well as someone who needs birth control, it's going to hit me like a fucking brick wall when it comes. And I'm not prepared for that at all. I'm hoping people will at least realize, A, the problem here is that they're controlling people's bodies. And it's not just going to be women's bodies, it's going to be everyone's bodies at some point. And I just hope that we can all come to the conclusion of there is a deep problem in this country, we need to work together to fix it. Whether that be voting, uh, I don't want to say rioting, but anything to get our voices heard and to get our demands through is what needs to happen. And whether it has to be violence, I sure hope not, but if it has to be, then so be it. Where is that line? Where is the line? Yeah. We're about to find out, unfortunately. 
says, give me more rights than a clip of cells. I was just upset and angry because if I recall correctly, the wordage of the, like, the documents that they did to put it through, uh, it basically is treating children like, well, like the adoption agency as an industry. And that's just not right. I'm not some kind of brood mother. I'm not just an oven to make children for for people to exploit in like the foster care and adoption industries. My name is Summer and I am 29 in August. Uh, Dawn, 72. I guess I've been fighting for women's rights all my life and uh, it was a relief when Roe v. Wade passed and women had the right to choose for their own body and we're going to keep fighting until that's recognized again in spite of the obnoxious Supreme Court, which is a do-nothing court. Uh, Peter Solenberger and 75. Sign says defend abortion rights, which is the cutting edge issue. <laughs> well, I was young when Roe versus Wade came through. It made a huge difference in the lives of people I knew and having it go the other way is not something that I can tolerate. Uh, my name is Ray. I'm 18 years old. Uh, I turned 18 14 days ago and my sign says you're pro-life until they are born trans, poor, black, gay, brown, or disabled. I'm here today because right now the Supreme Court views me as less than an assault rifle considering an assault rifle has more rights than my body at this moment. I am excited to be able to vote, but I'm not looking forward to the results of the elections and what I'm voting for, because I know my vote counts and that's why I'm going to vote, but not everyone wants to vote for human rights and it's just scary that this is where we're at in the year of 2022. I want to know why they think they get to choose how I'm supposed to live, why they think they get to control my life when I barely get to control it myself. I'm Jules, I'm 16. I'm Eve, I'm 16. My sign says, keep your laws off our bodies. Mine says, pro-life would be regulating guns, not my body. I really don't want to lose my rights as a woman, and I want to keep rights safe for all women everywhere. As a queer person of color with a uterus, Roe v. Wade being overturned affects a lot more than just my right to abortion. I feel that coming out here and doing this definitely does give me power, and I do, and I do, um, I do have a voice, and it's being heard in spaces like these. Uh, it is frustrating that I'm not of voting age and that I don't get a say in things like that, but being here gives me a voice and makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, basically the same thing, um, being out here. It does, it's a little empowering, but also the fact that I can't really change anything because I'm not a voting age is very frustrating and it does definitely hurt a lot. Excuse my language, but they should all go fuck themselves. Yeah, I, you're white men. It's not your body. You don't experience this. Excuse my language, pardon my French. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, Tara John, I'm 42. And can you tell me what's on your sign? It says sovereignty includes my body. Can you talk to me about why you're here, why you made that sign? Um, 
as a native Anishinaabe woman who is indigenous to this area, we advocate for our women's rights all the time. Historically, it is traditional. We have given our women medicines to, to either foster a pregnancy or to stop one. And we have always had that sovereignty. Um, I'm here to advocate for such and hopefully provide those things for my community if the larger whole does not provide. What were you thinking yesterday when the decision came down? Like what was going through your head? I got text from a friend of mine that it happened, that the decision came through. I had to pull my car over and I cried with my son, uh, my 21 year old son. We, we cried in the car about the fact that colonial laws think that they can govern bodies that obviously do not belong to them and never have. What would you advocate people do right now? Make your voice be heard. Uh, the younger generation, tell, tell us what you need. Tell us what you want. I, we are listening. We are listening. Please. I will, I will advocate and I will push. I'm here with my kid and, and her friend. I will show me the way and I will help you. Yes. I, I, can't, I can't do this anymore, but there are women that need to be taken care of in my community that I will absolutely advocate for. My name's Maddie and I'm 28. You know, I personally know a lot of people who have been affected. Um, I lived in Texas for a few years and lived in Louisiana for a few years. Um, and it's, it's just heartbreaking, honestly, to see what's happening in the country. Beyond the heartbreak is just pure outrage, um, especially when you see all the people here today and all the people driving by with horns and, you know, feeling the same way that we're feeling and the government that we've, you know, put into power um, but are being basically held hostage by at this point um, are just doing exactly the opposite of what we the people want them to do and want to see the direction of the country go. You know, times change and it's unfortunate that I, I read the whole, um, yeah, I haven't 230 yet. some pages um, and it's just line after line after line is quoting the night you know, the 1900s, the 1800s of it was against the law then and like, sure, maybe, but times have changed and what we know has changed and medical, you know, research has changed and it's unfortunate to see, you know, the Supreme Court putting the states in power when the states didn't go to medical school and they shouldn't have control of our, over our bodies. What should people be doing right now? Anything they can, donating, standing out here. I mean, we're just standing on the side of the street. We made signs on the back of HelloFresh boxes this morning because just to, you know, show that we're, we don't believe what is happening and it's wrong and we need to stand up for the people who can't stand up for themselves. Danny, and I'm 32. Uh, it says abortion is health care. Because abortion is health care. And, you know, I'm 32. Um, I unfortunately cannot have children it doesn't impact me personally but i would like to be able to make that choice one way or the other and for all of us who are in danger of ectopic pregnancies or you know we're going to be seeing women being considered they're going to be prosecuted and investigated for murder for spontaneous abortions which is just what they call miscarriages so we would like to stop that if at all possible my name is Ju judy and uh oh i'm 72 and sciences I dissent and uh, signed Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She would have dissented. And I'm, I'm kind of protesting for the rights for my granddaughter. I am Mary Caruso. I am 67 years old. 
I have a pink hanger with a black hanger going across it um, to symbolize no, not going back to the days when women had to resort to unsafe methods. This has been 50 years now. 50 years ago I was doing this. I never thought I'd be doing this again 50 years later. Yeah, how did that feel yesterday when, when you saw it in black and white on the headlines? Well, you know, even though we kind of knew it was coming, it was still just um, a, a shock. It was still a shock that it actually did happen and that illegitimately imposed um, justices, mostly men, um, could make this decision for women. It is just sickening, sickening, sickening. And what would you tell people that they should be doing right now? Vote at the local and state level. Um, I know uh, Greta Whitmer is doing all she can do to make sure that um, abortions stay safe and legal in Michigan, and that's pretty much what we got to do right now. Vote, 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 vote. My name is Serenity Scribner, and I'm 19. Could I have you read this sign? If I wanted the government in my womb, I'd fuck a senator. <laughs> if abortion is murder, then a blowjob is cannibalism, and that is true. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you guys here today? <laughs> because... We went so far just to get our rights as women, as people, a female at birth, and now they're taking that away suddenly, and I don't think the majority of the country wants that. I think that a few people high up in the government were like, I'm going to choose for you, and it's really just unfair, and the majority of them were men. It's it's really distressing. I get a poll. 70% of people want abortion to be legal. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's very distressing, and I... I want to fight for it. I don't want to stand by while it, it all goes back to how it was long before. And now that they're questioning all these other rights because of it, it's I I'm losing my mind a little. Yeah. It, it's it's hard to live in this world when they try to do these things. I would imagine it's just hard um, being where you can't vote yet, or there's an election yet. Like yeah. All these decisions are being made about what you can do. I know. It's like. It's like they're trying to be my parents or like some god. It's like they're acting like they are the all-knowing god. It's not really a democracy anymore. They don't let us decide. They don't care about what we think. And it's just unfair. I I was born into this country and so I should get a choice. If you could say something to the Supreme Court right now or any of the lawmakers that are passing these laws, what would you say? I would give them a big middle finger. I, I'm not very good with my words in all these situations, but I wouldn't be very kind. I'm, I'm done being kind to this, to our government. They aren't nice to us. I won't be nice back anymore. I'm Tegan. I am 19. Yesterday was really rough hearing about it. Like at my work, I found out at my work, and my boss and I and a couple of our other coworkers just kind of started breaking down. And so we felt like we had to do something. And we heard about the protest, and so we decided to close early, all of us, and ran straight here as soon as we finished. Getting out and voting for whatever is coming up, voting to get our rights back, hopefully, and just like getting out protesting, spreading the word, even if it's as simple as like an Instagram post or something, just like putting your voice out there is what matters the most right now, and it's what we really need right now to know that we're not like alone in this fight. So it'd be nice to have everything back to how it was originally. Thank you so much. Of course, thank you. My name is Ella, and I'm 14 years old. I'm here with my mom. Oh, awesome. It says, abortion will never end, only safe abortions will. And what made you make that sign and come out here today? Um, just that I want to be able to, to control my own body, and everyone should be able to choose what they want to do with their own bodies, and that everyone should just have their own rights, really. 
And it, does it make you feel empowered to come out and do something? Yeah, I'm glad I can. I can't vote, so this is the one thing that I can do in my control. So I just love coming out here. This is the first protest I've done. So I just, I'm having a great time so far. My name's Dawn and I'm 49. The fact that we've had almost 50 years of the ability to choose and make our own decisions what's based on what's best for us in our whatever situation. And now we're going backwards, like erase everything for the, erase every pro, all the progress we've made in the last 49 years. It's unbelievable. I, I feel like I've stepped back in the stone ages. I, what do you think people should be doing right now? Getting out, voicing their opinions, signing petitions, voting, anything and everything. That it, it all helps. It all. It's unfortunate we're back to doing this, but we need to do what we got to do. Democracy, not theocracy. And what made you make that sign? Uh, I think that it's it's concerning when you have a small minority of people, um, the the religious um, radicals, making decisions for our country. The, there's a majority of us that support women's rights to abortions and health care, and so I think we ought to stand up and take notice. I'm just really angry. I'm just, I just, I feel like I can't breathe because I'm, I'm just so upset. I can't believe that it's the year 2022 and we are back here again. It's just, it's wrong. My name is Robin and I am 63 years old. I'm Candy, I'm 37. It says my body, my choice. I'm a grown woman. I believe that I should have a say over what happens to my body, over what happens to my family. And I think that um, abortion is healthcare in many circumstances, unfortunately. Abortion is necessary to save a woman's life, and women are worth being saved. Okay, the protest is starting to die down now. A lot of people have left, um, <clears throat> but there's still a, there's still a um, strong core of like probably 60 people, maybe, that are here. Let's see if there's anybody that I missed. I'm 15. Awesome. I'm 16. And can you read me what's on your sign today? So my sign is, you're not saving babies, you're killing women. Mine says, why make me have a kid you can't ensure is alive by recess? And what made you guys come out and make these signs today? If you get sexually assaulted or raped by someone, you don't want to have that baby because that's going to be there and it's just hard on you, especially if you're young. So I feel that we should have a choice and it shouldn't be decided by government. Along the same lines, I don't like children bearing children. It just, it seems very dangerous to me and I want to have my rights not taken away by a bunch of old white men in this building that they don't really come out of ever. So, you know. And you're not a voting age yet, so, right. but these laws are being made that are gonna affect you and what you guys can do with your own bodies. If you could say something to the Supreme Court right now or these lawmakers that are making, passing these laws, what would you guys say? I would ask them how, it, a lot of them are men, but I would ask them how they would feel if they were forced to have a vasectomy or things like that because I feel that they're not seeing the bigger point of view. Like, they're saving babies, but right now our population is already so overcrowded and it's only stop stopping safe abortions. People are still going to do unsafe things and it's going to hurt more people. 
I would say to reconsider for your daughters, for your wife, for your grandkids, for everyone around you that it doesn't hurt you personally like you think it would be. Usually a lot of abortions that happen, they aren't even not a fetus yet. So the people that it's hurting is way older, way more. Like pay for the kids that are being born in the foster care and like for Planned Parenthood and WIC. Make sure that they can actually live because you're not pro-life, you're just pro-birth. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, a little honking there. My name is Kristen and I'm 47. My sign says vasectomies prevent abortions. Um, I made the sign because I feel like maybe men need to realize that, you know, the, the government at this point is regulating a woman's body and mandating what I can and cannot do and when I cannot do it. So my thought is not that making vasectomies mandatory is necessarily the correct thing. It's more to invoke a thought. Like if you're going to regulate my body, then maybe you need to think about how you'd feel if it was regulating your body. Say every male, once they go through puberty, their physician is required to get them a vasectomy. And then you only get it reversed when you're married. That's kind of how it feels to me that they're doing. So my sign is to provoke thought. Make you think and realize your repercussions of what you're making laws for. We all knew it was coming because it was leaked, but did you feel something different seeing it actually happen? I, I did. Physically, it made me nauseous. Um, and it just it doesn't seem right that after 50 years, we're somehow saying that these laws are wrong. We can't just flip-flop all the time. And I'm actually um, not necessarily pro, pro-abortion. pro <laughs> I'm actually a very Christian background, and I'm, I am pro-birth. I am pro-WIC. I am pro-giving formula and supporting foster care and supporting adoption. But my belief is not everybody's belief, and I don't feel it's my choice with my religion to tell you what you can do with your body and what's your religion. That's not American to me. Um, I believe this country was founded on freedom of religion, and you're mixing religion and government, and I, it's just not right. It's not right. It's not, it's not my choice what my daughter decides to do with her body when she's 18. My name is Gina Manville, and I'm 57. I noticed your shirt at the front and the back. What does your shirt say? It says, Demand Justice on the Front, which is a judicial activist group. It says, Expand the Court on the back. Um, I was in D.C. this week working with them um, on court expansion. I actually had a meeting with Debbie Stabenow's uh, staff and ran into Gary Peters. We're trying to get people to co-sign um, on court expansion. Well, the ju- the Judiciary Act actually has several parts. There's court expansion, there's um, accountability, uh, entertaining term limits for the Supreme Court. So, all good stuff. Uh, all good stuff. And I, I actually thought I would be in D.C. when the decision came down, but the cowards waited until Friday so they could scoot out of town. Exactly. My sign says, forced birth is enslavement. I came down here today because I am absolutely outraged. I cannot believe that six retrogrades on the court are making decisions for millions and millions and millions of women based on English philosophers from the 16th century and the 17th century. Um, I just, you know, I've been upset since 45 was elected. I knew this day was coming. I have been afraid of Roe being overturned for well over 10 years with the assault that the GOP and the Christian right has um, put upon the political system. So, you know, I was afraid to not show up. 
you so much for talking to me. Can I get a picture of your sign? For sure. Thank you. Well, there you go. My thanks uh, to my producer and editor, Angela Vargos, for conducting those uh, interviews uh, in the park yesterday. Please share this with others. Let them hear these voices. I'm so proud to live amongst this group of people. So many profound words were spoken just now. And um, like I said at the beginning, as sad and angry as we are right now, uh, this gave me some hope. Let's keep moving forward. I'll be presenting more things this week, both on my podcast and my Substack. And uh, I'd love to hear from you and anything you have to say. Um, you can do that by going to the link on my podcast site here to leave me a one-minute voicemail, and, and I may use it on an upcoming episode. So um, let's all hang in there. Uh, let's band together. We are the majority. We outnumber them by millions. This is no time to be feeling like we've been defeated. This Supreme Court, this ruling, this will not stand. This will not stand. They've made a huge mistake. And we are going to toss as many Republicans out of office uh, this November as we can. There's going to be a, a mass, mass movement now. It already has happened within hours of their edict. So everybody just hang in there. We've got a lot of work to do. Thanks, Angela. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, everybody else uh, who helps me with this podcast. This is Michael Moore. Onward. Onward.